Hey budding lawyers, welcome to the podcast. Today we have with us Ms. Bhavna Vishwakarma. Bhavna is a lawyer with deep interest in commercial laws, especially contract drafting, uh, which many people don't like, actually, including me. <laughs> she has worked uh, with businesses from different sectors like fashion, e-commerce, construction, food delivery, etc. Okay, so let's start our conversation with Bhavna. Hey Bhavna, what's up? Hi, all good. We are just, you know, lockdown, working, all these things going on. Yeah. And I also troubled you a lot with the tripod thing and camera adjustment. So for that. <laughs> That's okay. I got, I just got to learn a few different things that I can do to place my camera. That's okay. The, the, uh, the things to learn to become an online lawyer, like Zoom lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Great. I learned something new today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you sound a bit enthusiastic when you talk about startups and all. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about startups, laws, and compliances and related to it. So uh, Bhavna, actually, I saw a post by you on LinkedIn, which made me consider uh, talking about this in this podcast. Let's start with the topic you covered in in that post itself. Sure. So yeah, when you talk about my enthusiasm uh, towards, you know, startups and entrepreneurship, I am generally very interested in businesses and commerce and business management. So a lot of the credit for my interest towards startups goes to my college and my association with startups and founders. And yeah, I keep writing things about startups. I don't know who reads them, but yeah, I just keep posting things. So uh, the post that you just mentioned, I think it was about um, startups and founders agreement or something. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, in that post, I started with uh, with a hope, like, uh, you know, uh, we are friends since college, so why do we need a founder's agreement? So um, I come across a lot of uh, founders and entrepreneurs who are, you know, friends since college or their brothers, relatives, or they have a mutual relationship of trust with each other. So a lot of times they don't consider it uh, important to enter into all these legal documentation because, you know, they just feel that it's com- it's going to complicate the things between us and why do we need it when we all trust each other. But um, it is extremely, extremely important to have a founder's agreement and legal documentation between you people because not, and not just uh, from the perspective of legalities, but also uh, for the perspective of your own understanding and clarity between you. So uh, there are a lot of things that today maybe you'll discuss it, but after five years, if any, if in case there is any dispute between you people, you might not be able to remember what was discussed with, uh, before five years. So um, it's very important to have that kind of clarity and also have it formally documented to understand the roles and responsibilities between you, the rights and liabilities, and who is going to take care of what, who will have how much share in the company, the equity ownership, the transferability of shares. And also, it it helps you to foresee uh, situations uh, that are very unfortunate. Like, for example, if one of the partners is willing to leave the organization or leave the business, then what will happen? Or, uh, for example, if the business does not run well, are we allowed or if anyone is allowed to again try it in the market or can we start our own startups along with this startup? 
so these are some very basic questions that uh, that are discussed in the founders agreement and that is the reason we should definitely uh, have something in place uh, a founders agreement which specifically talks about these things like uh, equity distribution the non compete or the confidentiality clauses the vesting related provisions if you have any so yeah these are the details that i mentioned in that post okay too much of jargon for me let's demystify okay <laughs> should i should i simplify uh, simplify it a bit like my language and all <laughs> no 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 yeah, let's go ahead okay so let's start uh, from how it all gets started right so if two friends uh, think of starting a some like they have some startup idea as usually people in a uh, graduation have and they want to take it forward <laughs> so so uh, they think of the startup and all they watch a lot of tv web series on pictures and all. yeah yeah and so uh, how like how is it uh, formed how is it registered how to register a startup let's start with that okay so yeah startups have become like a really big hype these days and uh, like when you talk about starting a startup uh, it technically starts when you simply identify a problem in the market and you decide you are, you are going to do something about it you're going to propose a solution for it and then you go ahead and proceed with the other things like uh, you do your market research and uh, you understand your target customers and who are you going to serve and how are you basically going to solve this problem and how are you going to commercialize it so mm. as soon as you start answering questions like this you have technically started your startup but when you talk about registrations uh, there are different modes of registration like you can either uh, go for a simply a sole proprietorship you can register as a partnership or llc or private limited opc these are different modes of incorporation and they all differ in terms of the tax structure the mode of incorporation the governing authorities the number of compliances that are there um so uh, whenever you want to register your business you simply can go to a professional including a ca or a cs and they take it forward from there like they are responsible for uh, for, uh, for submitting all your legal documentation and they can help you with obtaining your dsc and uh, right uh, these days you can even do it sitting at your home like uh, you can go to a ca and the person can uh, help you form the company themselves a uh, lot of the process has gone online now so yeah the if, if you want to register a business you can simply go to a professional near you and the person will take care of it okay so you don't even have to go to any office or anyone you just have to call your ca or cs and things can be done online everything <laughs> Yeah, yeah the 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 person the concerned person the concerned peers yes they they know what are the things they that they can submit online like i prepared i got my dsc online so uh, yeah the verification everything it was done online only and rest of the things wherever it was required i just went and submitted the things to my ca and yeah he he took care of everything oh, so dsc what is that DSC is the digital signature certificate. You need to get a digital mm. signature certificate when you register your company. Okay, so according to you, at least in initial stages, what are the other compliances apart from registration and all, which every startup must uh, focus on? So, um, when you are starting a business, like when you are starting a startup, first of all, it is the most important thing to research on the laws that are applicable to your business. 
and uh, understand whether your business is legal or not like you should in the first place ensure that what you're trying to do is allowed in the laws or not like uh, for example uh, i once met a startup met a startup founder and when i asked him about his business he told me that uh, he went ahead and told me that uh, बाहर इंडिया के बाहर है ना लैपटॉप्स और आईफोन सस्ते मिलते हैं तो जब भी लोग लोग इंडिया से जाएंगे तो हम उनको बोलेंगे कि तुम सस्ते में खरीद के लाओ एंड देन वील पेलेट यूर इन दीप प्राइजेस बट दैट इज नॉट अलाउड सो नाउ इंस्टेड ऑफ यू नो डूइंग एवरीथिंग टू बिल्ड योर बिजनेस एंड इन्वेस्टिंग योर टाइम एंड एनर्जी इन टू इट एंड लेटर रियलाइजिंग दैट वॉट यू आर ट्राइंग टू डू इज नॉट इवन लीगल इन इंडिया and uh, maybe you are infringing someone else's intellectual property rights if someone already holds a patent to a technology and you are putting in your efforts and everything to build that uh, you know technology so it's not going to work you will unnecessarily land into uh, costly litigation and uh, lawsuits so uh, first of all it's very important to do a research on the laws that are applicable to your business and understand what are the permissions or what are the licenses that you require to do it um uh, for example every food business in india needs to have a fasai license like the food safety license and without that you cannot even operate in the country so uh, that's uh, that's the first step first do a legal research about what are the laws that are applicable to you and make sure that you are not violating any of the uh, laws or intellectual property rights of any third party and secondly once you have understood the requirements and all second is to obtain a license like whatever licenses are applicable whatever permissions you require you have to uh, uh, get that uh, licenses or permissions for example if you have a shop or if you have an establishment physical establishment then you will need a shop and establishment license for your business and uh, if you do not actually comply with that it can really uh, lead to a very big problem for you you can you can be subject to a legal proceeding also and it can come down to a situation where you will have to shut down your entire business so first of all do a very proper legal research about this make sure that you understand your own business requirements first and what are the long term objectives that you have for your company and accordingly select a business structure and then register yourself and um, apart from that you should have basic knowledge about the uh, tax laws that are applicable to your business and uh, how much tax is applicable to you what all taxes are you subject to if you are having a factory or something then you should be aware about the factory related laws you should be aware about the employment related laws because obviously you will be hiring people and you will be hiring employees and interns and all these people so you should have the basic basic understanding of the employment laws the labor laws and um, you should uh, make efforts to protect your intellectual property like protect your trademark protect your business name uh, if you are building a technology it is very important to uh, at least start with the process of the patent or whatever intellectual property laws uh, you are you are subject to so um, take care of the intellectual property laws protect your business because you don't want that today you are building something and tomorrow someone else gets registered or someone else gets a patent on it and then it will be really difficult for you to prove otherwise and um, apart from that uh, i think you should have a very effective uh, contract management system and with this i don't mean that uh, 
you should you know all the time hire a lawyer to do everything because that's not even practical for a small scale startup because you know, there is always uh, always a fund crisis with startups they are always struggling with funds especially in case of you know a bootstrap startup uh, it's very difficult to have a full time lawyer with yourself but whatever you're doing like uh, whatever the inflows and outflows are you should would document it if you are hiring any employee then you should at least have a basic documentation about it you should uh, doc- formally document the kind of things that they are required to do the compensation the consideration that you are paying to them and uh, the non disclosure kind of clauses should be there because it's possible that uh, that especially in the initial stages when you are building everything the team has access to a lot of confidential information about your business so share an nda you don't want your employee to work with you for a month and then go back to your competitor and you know share your confidential information with them so uh, make sure you document things uh, uh, among yourself among the founders among the third party vendors and service providers they also may share a lot of uh, information about you and uh, if at any point of time they decide to back out then your entire business or you know uh, it, it 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 the process is delayed for no reason so it's better to keep yourself safe and uh, document things like as good as you can do just document it and if you really if you are into a very technical business or if you think you cannot you will not be able to document it yourself it's okay to spend a little bit of money and uh, take help from professional who can help you with these things Mm-hmm. So yeah, these are the basic things that you should take care of. Okay, so um, I just wanted to understand if any law student or young lawyer want to practice specifically only in this field, like uh, in start covering startup laws only and matters related to that. Then is that possible? Uh, have you seen lawyers working only or uh, exclusively in this field? Can one uh, person build his practice here? a person in a legal field can practice in anything like it all depends on the interest of the person there is nothing stopping you um and when you talk about startup laws yes there are people who are very enthusiastic about it but uh, usually the lawyers who are into the startup field they usually work in the entire commercial sector yeah so they works. deal not just with startups hmm. they also deal with businesses of all sorts because see uh, startup is just a beginning phase of a company and if you're working with that startup and once the startup comes out of the definition of the startup you cannot stop working for that business right, right. now it is become a business right so um, it it makes more sense to develop the entire commercial understanding and have a field like that and mostly people do that only but but yeah there are firms and there are lawyers who specifically focus on startups also and mm. uh, if you want if if as a law student or if as a young lawyer you want to build your practice around startups only nothing is stopping you you can yeah you yeah. can do that okay so uh, do you know of any llm programs uh, which especially focus on corporate laws would you suggest any of the courses in india Yes, I think most of the national universities and most of the colleges in India they have a uh, corporate law or business law courses in LLM, hmm. and uh, you like like the NLU Bangalore, NLU Hyderabad, the NLIU Bhopal. All of these universities have corporate law or business law 
uh, courses as LLM programs. And uh, apart from that, also uh, you have uh, universities like Symbiosis, and you can have uh, Amity College also has a program in. Uh, any any personal LLM. recommendation? And, well, I have not done LLM myself, so uh, I don't think I'll have the first-hand experience of explaining that, or I'm not in a position to recommend any of the college. Okay. But yeah, you can simply give your CLAT exams and uh, most of the uh, national universities offer it. So whatever is uh, convenient for you, whichever university you want to opt in, uh, depending on your own you know, interest in writing, you can uh, go ahead and enroll yourself. Okay. So uh, yeah. how, how many... And yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yesterday only I came across a post. Uh, by a post on Instagram, it was uh, the Narsi Monji Narsi Monji University's uh, yeah. post. Yeah, so uh, they have this post of MBA in law. Hmm. So it is for the legal professionals and it's for uh, the CAs and CS. So um, now that that will help you to bring uh, that will help you to have more understanding about the laws and the business. So if you don't want to go for an LLM, then you can also go for an MBA. Uh, and this course specifically was for lawyers. But if you're an entrepreneur also, and if you are uh, just interested in laws like that, then there are MBA courses also, uh, especially focusing on the business laws and the corporate laws. So um, even as an entrepreneur, you can have, uh, have this course. You will have more understanding about the laws and what are the things that are applicable to you. So, uh, yeah, these are the other two separate fields. These are not LLM courses like you asked. But, yeah, if, if someone is interested in doing that, uh, these options are also available. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, these uh, MBAs, like, there are many uh, lawyers who are uh, opting for MBAs nowadays. So, th this was yes. not quite common before. Now, nowadays, it's is starting to get common because there is a lot of scope in corporates for lawyers. And there is this issue with lawyers, you know, <laughs> that lawyers don't understand businesses and businesses, they are not, you know, uh, they, they do not have legal understanding like that. So if you're a lawyer and you decide to go for an MBA program, you can have understanding of both the laws and the business. So it, it kind of bridges the gap between uh, the two. And uh, you have, even as an HR, you can have uh, more idea about the employment-related laws, the labor-related laws. So that somehow benefits the companies and the corporates that are working. And it, it helps the person to provide a more uh, detailed thing uh, in the field that they're working in. So how many years are you practicing now? Um, uh, don't ask me that. I'm a very young lawyer. I graduated in 2020, although I started working when I was uh, in my college self. Hmm. So I started working when I was in, I think, second year or something. So I started freelancing the legal documentation. I used to make these policies and also businesses. And then uh, gradually I started drafting contracts and NDAs and these basic things. And with practice, like when I was in my fourth year or fifth year, I formally started freelancing the contractual, the contract drafting part. And yeah, that's, that's giving me a good, that has given me a good experience and understanding about this. And uh, I graduated recently. I graduated in 2020 amidst the lockdown. So technically you have around two to three years of experience. Do you graduated just in 2020? Right. We can see that. Yes, absolutely.
and that is necessary so that's why i always recommend students to start working uh, in your yeah. school days itself no matter if you are not get, getting paid anything you will get a lot of experience yeah. and that will count later. i remember i remember the first company that i worked for uh, they gave me 8000 rupees and uh, in 8000 rupees i drafted all the documents for their business it took me over a over a month to do that hmm. i prepared their ndas the third party contracts the inter- internal agreements and what not like hmm. all the policies the leave policy the termination policy i drafted everything for you know uh, 8000 rupees and at that point of time it and i did i i didn't even ask for that so after i did the work the founder of the company was known to me he was very happy with the work and he offered me to you know keep this money so uh, in in especially in the legal field it's not about the money in the initial stages it's more about learning it's more about develop, developing your skills and once you develop your skills and once you have an understanding about the entire process it makes it easier for you to earn money in the later stages money comes as a result of your skills if you just focus on money and if you don't give results then and if you don't keep yourself updated with the recent uh, you know changes then it will be very difficult for you right so uh, since you started working 2 3 years ago uh, do you have like any important learnings from your mistakes or uh, you committed before so i have honestly made a lot of mistakes because i started working as a law student and i had very little uh, experience in this field and also being a first generation lawyer of my family i don't have anyone to you know back me up that yeah. oh, you, you don't have to do these things so whatever knowledge we had we had it from our faculties and our from our college and all but uh, when i actually started working uh, in this uh, you know for for businesses and all one of the very big mistakes that i made that i can think of is uh, focusing too much on the laws like when i used to draft agreements or when i used to talk to the clients about the problems that they are facing i used to focus too much on the laws and very little on the business or the clients requirements and uh, today when i look back at it it's one of the very big mistakes that i made because um, when not just in the commercial field but in 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 the entire uh, field of law it is very important to first understand the client's requirements and what the what is the problem that the client is facing and only after that you should uh, propose a solution to that problem or you should go ahead with suggesting your client what to do and uh, as as a young lawyer i used to deal with all the provisions and laws that were related to uh, the business but uh, i i gave very little focus to what the uh, client's business is what is their business model who are they dealing with and uh, what uh, and only after understanding the business and the business model of the client you will be able to foresee the kind of problems that they might face in the future or uh, the people that they are going to deal with so along with uh, your uh, legal understanding you should also understand about the client about the business first and only after understanding about the business you should apply laws to it that way you will be able to solve that problem in a much better way and you can kind of um, minimize the disputes that might come up in the future so this mistake i made uh, in my past and 
i would really want the uh, everyone to understand that it's not just about laws because you are a lawyer it's also about the other person and the person that you're dealing with you have done your llp from ups dehradun so this is one yeah. university that i have heard uh, uh, which have unique courses like llp with computer science and btech or energy technology and things like that so how was your experience yeah. there like in the college did anything there happen helped you to build interest in startups and corporate laws um yes so i have done my bba llb with specialization in corporate laws from ups and they have courses like uh, specialization in energy laws taxation laws and uh, ipr cyber laws and they have uh, specialization in the undergraduate courses so um yes it is definitely helped me to uh, get more understanding about the corporate laws because as a part of our education we study some additional subjects related to our specialization so we will anyway study the basic subjects that are there but we'll study the uh, additional subjects related to our specialization for example if i am a corporate law student then i'll study some additional subjects related to corporate law and same goes with the other fields also so yes it helps you to develop a more deeper understanding about the subject and when you have a deeper understanding about the subject you naturally tend to have an inclination towards that particular subject so uh, yeah that has helped me to uh, uh, develop my interest towards startup laws or or corporate laws in general uh, but a lot of credit for my uh, interest towards uh, startups and entrepreneurship goes to the uh, e cell of my college like the entrepreneurship cell of my college so i was very actively involved uh, with the startup events and uh, the competitions that were organized by the e cell um and uh, i used to participate in them and because i was surrounded with founders all the time the people who are always talking about uh, identifying a problem and then solving it and very enthusiastic about it also so uh, because of all these things i could also understand the kinds of issues that they were facing uh, mm -hmm. they used to do all the research about the market they used to uh, focus on their business prepare a very good business model but they used to focus very little on the legalities and they had no idea about a lot of things that they should have an idea about so i kind of saw this problem and i started in a friendly way talking to these uh, startups and entrepreneurs that yeah do read about this or uh, you should know about this and that's how uh, i also it it also helped me to build my interest towards it so in addition to the course that i had uh, the esl of my college also helped me to get a little better understanding about uh, the startups and helped me to develop my interest in this field mm -hmm. so this is one you know, like a good thing in um... UPS then that they have this ESL. Can you tell us more about what type of activities and events are there, which you were talking about? Um, yes, yes. Uh, uh, in the ESL, they keep organizing events like uh, business conclaves. They organize uh, startup weekends. Like uh, the Google Techstars Startup Weekend was the first event that I attended uh, in uh, that I attended in the college. that was related to the entrepreneurship so it's a fun event where you uh, you go on uh, on a friday and then till uh, sunday you have to prepare the entire business model you have to build a business and uh, 
there are panel discussions that keep happening where uh, a lot of successful founders and people from the industry they come and they give talks uh, about the startups and entrepreneurship there are uh, sessions uh, there are online sessions that goes with it there are special sessions for women entrepreneurs because we know that you know there is a very little participation of women in terms of entrepreneurship uh, and apart from that in, uh, in addition to organizing it themselves they also uh, educate and aware uh, the students about the events that are happening outside the college also like um, i went to the vibrant gujarat startup and technology uh, summit and uh, that also i got to know from my college and uh, there was this event uh, where they had the association of i create the international center for entrepreneurship and technology it's in gujarat so they had this association with them and now the events related to i create were also uh, you know uh, promoted in the college and uh, i also did one acceleration program for startups from international center for entrepreneurship and technology so yeah once you are involved with ecel uh, they they keep you informed about various things that are happening in terms of entrepreneurship uh, in addition to the events that they organize themselves hmm. and this these events are like university events it's not like uh, for for no there are there are state events also there mm. are uh, there are state events also like the google tech no, summit no i mean uh, i asked this because it's not uh, specifically for uh, students of a particular course like it's a, it's accessible no no, no. Uh, it's not like that it's it's open for everybody and in fact the first event that i went to uh, the startup weekend that i'm talking about i was the only law student there everybody else was from the engineering background making some fancy products and technology trying to solve a really brilliant problem of the market and i had some really crazy business idea at that point of time i just went and and i just and curious now yeah absolutely it will take a long time i hope you won't get bored of it Uh, the just just in brief what was the product about and how did it go well i was uh, trying to um, digitize uh, the how the, the court cases as in i i saw uh, lawyers and all with uh, that cause list in their hands and running around in court hmm. uh, like they don't know when is the hearing going to start and all that so i was trying to Uh, build a system where they can automatically get to know which case is listed on which date and uh, when is it listed what is the matter related to a summary of it so we were trying to build something on that lines but that didn't work out so uh, in other events there, were there any other law students competing with you now there is a very active participation of law students in ecel when i started going to the ecel i think i was the i was the only person or there were one or two more people there but mostly i was the only one from the law college and because i had this legal understanding i used to come across as a very knowledgeable kind of person <laughs> uh, but yeah now nowadays it's very uh, law students are very actively getting involved with the ecel and they are building things their own when i was in college i had no idea about all this so yeah people are <laughs> gradually uh, adopting these things yeah it's important like with coming technology it's very important to uh, keep yourself updated with these things and yeah. now students are coming up with really good good ideas also in terms of law Mm-hmm. one student was actually building like an internship platform for students because you know how difficult getting an internship 
in the legal field is right yeah so he was yeah. doing something like that there was another person who was working on uh, uh, automating the contracts things or something like that so it's interesting to see people working and trying out new things uh, now it also depends on you know how commercially viable the thing is and also if it is actually practical or not because you know there are a few things that only a human can do a machine cannot replace it so yeah i mean it's good that people are taking initiative that is the most important thing right and yeah now students are doing it it's really nice okay so over to our last question please share an incident from your career which is very memorable to you is this the last question yeah do you want to more questions to be asked now i'm feeling bad <laughs> now i'm feeling bad so <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. have another episode to cover um, more questions <laughs> absolutely so uh, one the good incidents uh, i think for me the most memorable thing about uh, the college or about the work life today is when clients are happy with your work when you submit uh, your project to the client and when clients give you heads up that this is what they wanted and this is this this you know this is helping them to uh, you know crack a deal or maybe building their business or something i feel really good about it because uh, i feel that i made a very little contribution towards building a business so uh, whenever someone appreciates my work or whenever i get a good feedback from someone i really uh, find it very amusing and very memorable to me i i till date remember all the feedback that i have i've written a note of it and i've kept it in my diary also oh so it, it motivates me like yeah. when 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 i feel very low at something i just go ahead and i read it once again so yeah that's 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 a memorable and happy thing to me yeah and if you want to uh, pick up one incident i think that matter like uh, which you worked on all the documents of that one company and at the end of the yeah. work you got that 8000 check yeah <laughs> so that Absolutely. was one i was very underconfident at that point of time i was not even sure if i'll be able to do it but i just took the work anyway i was mm. like karna chahu to kya nahi ho sakta hai type of ideology i had yeah. so i i read around 50 to 100 contracts including everything and then copy pasting things and understanding what all things are there then putting it in one place and i really worked hard on that and because of that hard work only things became easier for me gradually hmm. so yeah that is one incident that i'll never forget great thanks bhavna for this amazing conversation and sharing your experience with us and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this episode if this episode added some value to you then please 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 share this episode with your friends and colleagues and also check out our other episodes available here and follow us here for getting notified about new episodes thank you